0: So the Starbucks over in Rochester, New Hampshire has voted to unionize. It's a big deal. I've been trying to cover the story of unionizations uh, at the major corporations like Amazon and Starbucks for a year since a lot of these big movements post-COVID began coming up and it looks like it finally is happening over at this location. They uh, I happen to see coverage over at In Depth New Hampshire, indepthnh.org. Big fan of what they're doing over there. Uh, check out Arnie Alpert's writing on this, which I'll put in the episode description. This is The New England Take. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead. The New England Take.com. Email the New England Take at, d- at gmail.com if you're interested in contributing to the show. More than happy to have new contributors, people with different insights than I have, uh, join the platform. Excited to be joined. This week by Tanner Armstrong. He is a shift supervisor and now a uh, union organizer over at the uh, Rochester Starbucks. So, what led your uh, your workers, which actually voted by a pretty hefty margin to to for the unionization? What led you to go start to go down this path?
1: So, it was kind of a buildup of a bunch of different circumstances. We um. We would have really inconsistent scheduling issues people wouldn't be getting the hours that they were promised and um there was a lot of i mean definitely wages are a big part of it but um a lot of what we were pretty fed up with was how management was um we've gone through a good like three managers or two managers, I'm sorry, um, in the past six months. So, um, and the managers that we did have were very, um, just unfair with their practices and a lot of labor laws were being violated. Um, and in late February, one of our coworkers ended up, um, passing away on their way to work. Um, and the way that that, um, the way that that was treated was very unfair by management. They gave a grief counseling sessions, but it was mostly just a grief counselor giving us ways to get back to work quicker, um, ways to just kind of push it to the back of your head while you're at work. And um, they even wanted to reopen the store the same day that it happened. And I think that that's when Myself and um my fellow organizers were just kind of like, yeah, that's that's enough. We wanna have something done so that we can be properly represented and uh properly um treated as workers.
0: Yeah, it seems like repeated stories very similar to this, uh in this obviously very sad. Uh, anecdote of what happened with your store specifically with, with that worker uh, passing away is it, repeatedly the reason why I mean if people want to learn more about the the workers movement for Starbucks go to sbworkersunited.org um, there's tons of information there it's all sorts of stories and the reason why workers are coming together in this way and I, I make no bones about it on the show my my political motivations, I'm a conservative libertarian individual, i um, generally speaking am very for free markets and businesses having control, but we do have a major issue in this country when it comes to corporatism, these multinational corporations really holding a stranglehold over the labor market in the United States and Starbucks and Amazon are two of the, the major factors when it comes to this. I remember growing up it was Walmart, that was the big deal as they were coming through, but they, I think there were just the early days of this. I, I mean, now Now you see all these, like, I I love The Ridge. The Ridge is great uh, over in Rochester, but there are all these huge
1: companies instead of like these
0: little mom-and-pop shops where the workers actually have someone to talk to.
1: I I love The Ridge too, and like, I agree with you. that It's just all of these, all of these corporate stores that I feel like a lot of them are just unnecessary at The Ridge at this point. Um, But yeah, it's... (laughs) I have a feeling that there's a lot of other businesses even in the ridge and in rochester and like other corporate businesses that some of their workers would like to unionize but i found that there's a lot of misinformation spread about unionization and what it's all about and that's why a lot of workers including um some that i work with and a bunch of workers um a bunch of partners for starbucks are just like really misinformed about unionization, and we really uh, strove to educate our coworkers during the whole process, and we found it to be really effective because the vote ended up being ten to four, which, as you said, is marginally crazy.
0: What are some of those misconceptions that that you in- encountered with some of your coworkers?
1: Um, I found a lot of the things, um, a lot of the. Um, misconceptions were mostly like, we're going to get like a lot of our paycheck taken out. We have to pay a lot of dues, um, immediately, like once the union has been finalized, um, which is not true. Um, a lot of things being thrown around, like we won't have access to any benefits anymore, period. Um, and we will lose hours, um, we won't be able to like facilitate a professional relationship with our manager is a pretty specific one that's going around at my store um a lot of these just and we have been handing out handouts and um resources to educate um our coworkers on the process and you can kind of tell that a lot of them like the people who are very strongly against unionizing they aren't really like keen on learning um but we're still just trying to be as open as we can and trying to push the education um making sure that everyone knows what it's about and that it's for us not against us
0: And it's really overall with Starbucks specifically, it was very surprising. I remember, like when Starbucks really blew up in the, the 90s and the 2000s and became this huge company for good reason at the time. Like their, their management really was known for caring about the employees. Like they um, were the, the shops that were paying more for their, work, for their employees. They were offering great benefits. There was tuition reimbursement for going to get education and things like that. And like, it, it seems like over the last decade, especially maybe it's because there's more competition. Like, they kind of made the the, the barista culture explode, so there's a lot more competition. It's more than just Starbucks. You walk around Concord now, we, like, we've got... We got the works, we got uh, all the cafes that are all over the place, and they all bought these very expensive espresso machines. But I think a lot of it has to do with what Starbucks said. I mean, if South Park makes fun of you, I mean, that, that tells you, you you made a big change in the industry.
1: Definitely. I agree about that because, um, yeah, I joined Starbucks in 2018, and something that really sold me was how it was advertised as really caring about its partners and really putting in the effort to make sure the partners feel seen and heard and that they're being properly taken care of. And um, something that I love about Starbucks and why I stay is because I have such a great relationship with all my coworkers and I feel seen by them, but not management. Um, And I agree Starbucks did kind of like pave the way and especially up in New England where there's coffee shops all around the corner. I There's two Duncans on that same road um, where the Ridge is. So it's, big, oh, and another one in the Walmart next to the Ridge. So it's like big competition. Um, I can see where they're going, like investing all of this money into um, how they're perceived by the public and into their... Marketing and all this and that, but it really, you can't seem like a good business if you're not taking care of your workers. And Starbucks, as seen in the news, is really just violating a lot of labor laws and getting themselves in a deeper hole, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I highly suggest anyone that isn't aware of uh, some of the, um, the NLRB's investigations into Starbucks, and, and as well as Amazon, too. I want to keep harping on Amazon, too, because we do have warehouses in New Hampshire where it, it seems like the Amazon really camps down anyone from really speaking out about what happens at their facility. So Ultimately, we don't really know what's going on. Um, if you want to hear many stories, definitely check out the Real News Network. Um, Maximilian Alvarez, socialist guy, definitely we disagree on many, many things. He's hard for me to follow on Twitter personally, but he does great reporting, and, and there's some Amazing stories that he's been able to pull up from these different unionization efforts in the United States and Breaking Points, which I always harp on as one of the best uh, independent uh, uh, podcast news agencies in the country right now, uh, has been doing some great coverage, picking up what Alvarez has been doing at the Real News Network. Please get informed on all this because, I I mean, I, I only expect like what you were saying, the other company employees at the Ridge, other stores have been chatting that it's like i think there's going to be a lot more of this movement continuing especially as starbucks is losing their nlrb appeals and and this is definitely an ongoing process um continuing off of l- like this process you're going through specifically i mean what are the next steps because ultimately the, just because you've unionized that's just step one ultimately next stop is exactly
1: yeah um we're really um Honestly, we just everything was just finalized this past week. So we are officially a union legally now. Um, And most of those things regarding the union take into effect. But the next step is forming a contract. And now that everything's finalized, we can start doing that as soon as possible. So we um, are also making plans to have a regional organizational community, and we are. organizing with some Biddeford partners from Biddeford, Maine. We're trying to get more of like a new England, uh, Starbucks workers United kind of committee going on. So we're all me and Haley and Holly, um, the other organizers from Rochester are looking into that and, um, trying to pick a representative for the NCAT as well as the NLRB, um, for New Hampshire, since we are the first, um, unionized store in New Hampshire, it's a big deal. And we, get to have the option to represent New Hampshire as a whole um, for Starbucks Workers United, which is a big opportunity. So, yeah, we have a lot to work on and to do. This is just the beginning. And, but I feel like um, the kind of stress of not knowing if we're going to, like, especially before we went public, we were trying to be really secretive about everything. And even after we went public, we were still pretty quiet about, Um, The next steps and everything, but we're very eager and excited to get started on all of it and be loud and proud about it. I've had so many customers um, say congrats and everything. And it's it's so fun to, to talk about and to be proud of.
0: Yeah, I mean we we talk about the importance of community on the show a lot and it's very important with political movements but it's also just important in general to know that your community stands by what you're doing. If you're seeing an injustice happening in your workplace or anywhere else in your community, you're doing something about it regardless of where you lie in the political spectrum. I, I think that's very important, and I'm very happy to see, like, like once again, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, check out in depth nh.org. Check out Arnie Alpert as the contributor over there uh, who wrote about it. It, it. It's great, and it's I'm glad to see that you guys are making steps to make changes in the workplace and hopefully a permanent way that spreads. And um, Because I, I want to see Starbucks succeed, I and mean, you want to see Starbucks succeed. You've been there since 2018, so you've made it through all the disaster that is COVID to the economy, and
1: uh i'm glad to see this yeah and it's um it's a lot of um i've heard a lot of opposing things about the union being like like if you're not happy at starbucks then why don't you leave and it's not that we're unhappy at starbucks we love our jobs and we love um what we do Mm -hmm. and making those connections with customers and making good coffee and like working with the people that we do and it's really just all about how we're treated we want to stay and see it become a better place to work because we love what we do we just want to feel important while we're doing it
0: definitely thank you so much tanner armstrong for uh, joining the show for having me all right. He's a union organizer and shift supervisor at the Rochester Starbucks. If anyone wants to check out the over the nationwide movement for unionization at Starbucks, check out sbworkersunited.org. They hooked me up with with this, with this the store to talk to the workers. And um, anyone else wants to cover this, please do reach out to them and see. It'll be interesting to see what happens over the coming years with regards to this. This is the New England Take. I'm your host, AJ said. Like and subscribe if you're checking this out on YouTube. Check out the podcast feed. Also, we're on all major podcast platforms. You can actually get the show at first thing in the morning the episodes are up at 5 a.m tuesdays and thursdays on that feed and the newenglandtake.com has all of our contributors and articles over there if you want to reach out we'd love to have more people work with us